podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Yo, yo. When I spit bars in a ring, I'm gonna go hard like Santan. Hello and welcome to another episode of Touchline Fracker. I'm joined this week by a panel of familiar touchliners. Let me go around and introduce them. Tobes, how you doing, man? Yeah, I'm all right. Just Not, busy. What have you been up to? Work. What else? Nobody asked, football. <laughs> Work, football, work, football. Okay. Oh, work. Definitely robbery. He's got black air force. <laughs> <laughs> robbery. He's <laughs> <laughs> got black air force onto the pod, bro. Yeah, he met, we met works. <laughs> he, he, came, works. he came up off of robbery, <laughs> please. <laughs> Yeah, what are you saying, Disu? I'm good, man. I'm good. So you're matching jacket and socks, yeah? You said yeah. that pre <laughs> Yeah, obviously. I said, said it pre pod. They didn't hear that. They have to hear he it. Thought, he but... thought today was Fit Wars. Can you yeah. see the socks? The shirt. One, two, three, four. Right, right the place. Oh. <laughs> One, two, three, four. I declare a Fit War. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cut out already. <laughs> What you saying, Sam? Yeah, man, just had to run for my lamb back. I'm sweating, bro. I forgot to cancel it, bro. Somebody took it to Pimlico. Bam. 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 I had to pack this one. I'm money. I'm riding this line. Real talk, bro. I want the listeners. The listeners could see Sam's backpack, yeah? Yeah. God. Bro. He's one of those guys. Proper gym bro now. He's one of those guys No, what's it? Laptop, gym, gym wear. You're not an athlete. I'm an athlete. I'm a real athlete. Sam's literally a startup CEO. Seb is training for Hyrox. If you don't know what Hyrox is, go Google it. You might as well just tell us. It's a combination. I do know what it is. I do know what it is. It's a combination of like running... CrossFit training and all these sort of like hip based activities, bro. That's that's what it is. That's where the real men are, man. That's what it is. You don't bro- want your Apple Watch no more. Broke I it. thought you'd quit the game. No, I broke it. Because obviously you, I was just used to your you know what? Right, you know what? People, my enemies <laughs> thought that I fell off. <laughs> my, my enemies thought no, I enemy. just, I just thought like, right, what happened to no, Seb? Like, no, he was, I broke he was... it. I, funny enough, I wanted to get a new one today, but yeah, I broke it. A while, a Hold while that, back, man. Because so. I know Sorry, all man. these workouts he's doing, he's not tracking them. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not on the watch, it never happens. Yeah, if you're not on the watch, it worked out for two months. Cool, before we start, I've got to do the usual and plug the social. So if you're listening and you're not following on a Twitter, give us a follow at Touchline Frack. Uh, Spotify have got this new cool feature where as well as rating a pod you can also like leave some comments so I'm not really seeing you not run that up so run that up for me yeah obviously you can still do that on Apple for those of you who predominantly use Apple Uh, the new visuals are coming very very soon so if you want to get ahead of the curve give us a follow on YouTube at Touchline Fracker we also got the Instagram at Touchline Fracker we also got the TikTok at Touchline Fracker bit of historical stuff that we've had some shouts over the months weeks and months so yeah check all of that out um, with all that uh, being done, with let's get into the business of what we do. Ah, International Football Week, the third one in three months. How are we feeling, lads? Uh, bro, we're, let, let's just—we're not talking about it because it's—it's a joke thing, fam. Like my whole weekend is class. Like I usually, okay, I wake up, okay, who's on at twelve? And okay, but Burnley, Aston Villa. Do you know what? I, I, I could tune in for a cheeky bit. Emery yeah. Ball. Then you chill. Get your lunch. Okay, three pm kickoff. Mm. Then, if you're lucky, most of the time you get like, Newcastle. a tea time kickoff. Newcastle. Newcastle. More time is Newcastle. Newcastle. It's out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. And then Sunday you've got a Super Sunday. Right. And then Monday, if if it's really lit, you might get a Friday and a Monday game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not really jigging. Nothing. If we're really jigging, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just nothing. What do you say? Bro? But international is actually the best footballers in the world spread out now. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You saw what Luis Diaz. Luis Diaz did it for his dad against Brazil. Yeah, I'm not gonna uh, saw that. In, in Bate, saw that. We ain't gonna speak. For, we ain't gonna speak on that. Uh, everyone, everyone saw that tweet about Luis Diaz's dad, bro. Everyone saw the same tweet. 
everyone listening to this man telepathy because we know what we're, we're laughing in spirit yeah yeah and obviously you've got Mbappe scoring the like 12th goal against Gibraltar and, and celebrating like he's like in the World Cup final bare man who don't even kick ball they said that one of their strikers has scored one goal in three years <laughs> bro man will score a goal and bro no, no, they were you. legit playing plumbers man it was yeah. crazy ninja yeah. title stat padding man that shouldn't happen that that just shouldn't be. I respect it. I respect it. That's that's he shows up to work ready every day, regardless of who he's playing. You know, it could be Leon, it could be Marseille, it could be Gibraltar, it could be anyone. They're no, getting no, the but same. all the top players do that. The difference is that like, he gets very excited. Other man will score the hat trick goal. Just spend the money. Yeah, yeah, cool. Safe. Yeah, I don't. Good uh, ball. You not need to. Res- you not need to understand. You not need to understand. He's speaking up. He's speaking up for the man. Them. He's he's not from He is. He's from France, man. He's one of the teenagers in Ninja Turtles. Just let it go. This guy's still resenting Mbappe because of Pogba, because of Messi. Why do you? Why do you? Because of Pogba. What did you do to Pogba? Go and tell him. No, that's not what I'm saying. I was saying because Mbappe put the hyena on Trafford. Yeah. No, no. He's got a hyena plug. He's got a hyena plug. So look, Pogba got the bucket. Get on the low. Get on the low. Get on the low. Get on the low. If you need something shaking, <laughs> wherever you're at, <laughs> yes, you are. If, you need, if you need some generation, installation is also part of the package. If you need, if you need generational curses, <laughs> yeah, let bro. me know, bro. If your manager's not really, if your floor heating, cause if your manager's not really playing you, and you've got a really talented player who you need to get an ACL, yeah, hyenas are us. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Hey, who does he get ACL? Oh, <laughs> hyenas are us. Oh, yeah, but I hear you. <laughs> but this is almost like the the precursor. The tournaments recently have all been, I think, pretty good standard. No, Qatar is the best international tournament I've ever seen. Yeah, but they, they were always going to do that, though. Hmm? They were always going to show up. They were always going to show up and show up, man. Yeah. Because yeah. they're doing it for the continent. Yeah. Um, they want make, people to love the them. Scripts, bro. That, <laughs> hey, that script was peak, That script though. was peak, They had Tarantino and them, man, working that script. Cause... That's Scorsese. Yeah, yeah that's Scorsese. <laughs> no, bro. The spirit yeah, of Walt Disney, cool. bro, was there. <laughs> the spirit of Walt Disney. So none of you watch England? No, nah, I, I watched not. it. They were playing Malta, man. Come I on. I watched it. Only 2 0. Shocking. Did Lou play? Who? Did Lewis play? Who's Lewis? Lewis. Roland. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what are you saying? Bimbo. Lu- Lewis, bimbo. Lewis, first half player for England. Second half. <laughs> <laughs> second half come out. You know when you're training, you have the bib and you're on both teams. On both teams, teams yeah. Lewis is the middle man. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll both use it. You get one half of me, yeah. you get one half of him, man. Cool, all right, so we'll, we'll swiftly skip over international football. Now, actually, I did want to speak a bit about, like, because they were showing, obviously, like, the France record and whatnot, um, and they were saying, um, like, how many goals they scored against oh, Gibraltar yeah. and whatnot. And obviously, these guys nowadays, they're playing, like, 150 internationals, yeah, scoring 70, 80, 90 goals. And obviously, you're comparing them to, like, the legends of yesterday. Someone's like, this is why Lukaku... I don't know why people go for Lukaku, but <laughs> this is why Lukaku has more international goals than Pelé. What do you guys think of... It's almost like, how, how do you compare the errors now where these guys are playing a lot more friendlies, a lot more games because they're allowing all these smaller nations who weren't necessarily playing international football all those years ago to actually join in. You even compare the quality of European qualifiers to South American qualifiers. How do we like, how do we quantify all that? I think it's very difficult and I think that's why it's probably the best way to do things is to really stick to generations. You see what I'm saying? Because the rules are different. Like Even the stuff that players have the advantage in terms of like, 
been able to dribble. Like if you watch like, any of the old videos of like Pele, um, George Best, Maradona, man were committing GBH on the on the field. <laughs> Bro, man couldn't even breathe in Messi's direction like that today. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it's important to contextualize the different errors. And maybe if you want to talk about cross errors, it's probably best to stick to the to the real top top dons. But in terms of the record books, yeah. in terms of record books, it's very difficult because obviously, like even the World Cup, the World Cup used to be like 16 teams. The Champions League used to be only like a small amount of teams. Yeah. Now they think of I think it was literally the just the champions. Yeah, the champions. Champions. yeah. 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 Now, now, bro, man can finish fifth into the Champions League and they even extended the tournament. So I think it's um yeah. very difficult. But certain man's records still stand the test of time. Mm. Like I want the listeners to go and Google God Muller. He used to pay for Bayern. Top and 10 legacies? Of West Germany. Bro, have you seen his goal record? I mean, if you go on Wikipedia, yeah? Yeah, it's Pete. My man's goal record is absurd, bro. He's got more goals and games for Germany, right? That's it. more for Pele, but um, <laughs> God Muller, we saw it. It's actually televised, bro. It's actually televised. <laughs> we are as old as you, bro. Wait, what are we Champions Leagues, World Cups, Euros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, also on the cross error thing, yeah, it's also a different game in regards to the physical aspect of the game. So even though you're saying, or like you know, I, you can never com- like you can't combine to compare, right? Because mm. in my opinion, bro, I think Gibraltar might give it to that old school Brazilian team. Bro. <laughs> if I'm being real, bro, on a physical PMP level, they might give it to Zico and all them, <laughs> bro, bro. So yeah, man, I think as as Dizzy said, like every era should just basically stand alone because that the rules of that era apply. Then you know, in regards to like drinking. Uh, you, you know, fitness, all of that stuff, and then again, this era can is is also standalone, right? So I'm sure there were some some team. I don't know what teams, but I'm sure there were some teams Pele and Cole played that they were given the business to. So, <laughs> and I also think as well, like previous generation, they had better, they had a better pool of players, right? It was a I don't want to say that this was it this, better or just smaller or like. Not, is it the what do you mean by better pool, brother? As in, like they had like better players i feel like nowadays like even though we do have ballers right i feel like if you go back to like early 2000s like it was literally littered with like top players do you think there's less quality in football now than 20 years ago i think so yeah there's more overall quality definitely because if you watch some of the premier league years some of these teams yeah man was thinking but 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 in terms of like individual quality that's what i'm talking about and like maybe it's a type of quality we have is different because like in terms of like i have a natural bias towards Players who I believe have like a high level of flair, oh, really genius. Yeah, cause I like I like creativity in it, and mm. it's just like brute force and strength like you. Mm. Must <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like in terms of that type of like high level of like flair and creativity, I don't think we have that. But in terms of like like PMP goal scoring machines, yeah, maybe we have that. But yeah, I think in terms of, even like the Premier League, like in terms of like top quality from top to bottom, it was a lot higher, and even the points that certain teams are collecting. Like the Man Cities, like they've been collecting like high 80s, 90s. Where I remember one year United, I think United won the league with 78 points. Yeah. Something along those lines. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, man, I don't know. So, so, I think, yeah, I think on that though, I think like it's more individual quality from, I think, because I think the way teams are coached now, like there's, it's more methodical than, than it used to be back in the day. Like you got managers like Pep who have basically just helped raise the standard and they, and now managers literally look at, and scrutinize every single percentage that can give your team a boost over your over your opposition. So I think that has allowed 
teams, the, 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 the standard that teams play to, to be better, yeah, uh, generally across the board. However, I do think to Disu's point, the, the individual, the individualistic quality that you look for in players like your Ronaldinho's um, and, and so on and so forth, like you don't really have those many, that many And you're also not allowed to players. do it anymore. So like, that's why when Pep, when Pep was coming out about um, Tokyo was like, they have to dribble. He probably want, like like Pep is probably one of the few managers that are saying that you have to dribble. The game's kind of gone to a more like a team based mm-hmm. game where it's all about build up play. It's all about like positioning, tactical positioning, and the more expressive players are now getting shunned on if they try to be expressive. Mm-hmm. It's like you need to pass the ball because we have this style of play and it's a team goal rather than uh, it's it's not about your individual efforts. It's, a, it's all about winning and uh, as a team sport, it doesn't matter who really who really scores or it doesn't matter who's like the best player on the team it's like we need to build up this play so I think yeah like even man- I think managers have a lot to do with that and I, I'd, I'd say yeah, like the best era for me was maybe 2005 to 2012 where it was the old school individual guys and then the new school PMP and there was like a combination of teams which was like I'd say like Chelsea's United Barca and a few other teams on the continent that had a perfect combination of some of the old school functional guys that could do a bit of brilliance and then also younger PMP guys that were were kind of coming through um and yeah I think that was probably like the best time so now it's just yeah all team based all PMP based and what's, to your, what's your to, preference sorry and just just to bring it back to international football as well even now like even though it's more of a team based game you look at some of the the previous powerhouses years gone by, like Brazil, Germany. Right. Like they got talented players, but they're, the drop-off in quality in comparison to what they used to be is it's it's visible, bro. It's, mm. it's very visible. Even Spain. Spain Spain used to be a force to be reckoned with, and now you look at Spain like... Or would you, or would you say maybe they had a period? Who was Spain before then? Yeah. yeah. No, Spain had always... Spain, okay, Spain weren't maybe powerhouses, but they always had like a stacked team. They did. Like even when they... Even before they entered their period of dominance, they had a stacked team of players. Fernando Torres was there already to begin with. Mm, I'd right? ca- call yeah, him yeah, yeah he's part of that generation. I'd call him part of this era. Man, I'm talking about Zika Mendieta. Guys, Zika Mendieta and then Mandé. Okay, gone. It's Kissy, yes. Yeah. He was there since 1999. They're not reeling them off the tongue, bro. This is what like... What do you mean? I'm not reeling them off the tongue. They had I don't think they're like a... They're not... A, I hear your point. I think Germany and Brazil are probably better like demonstrations to the point you're trying to make in Consistent terms of like... Consistent level. Yeah. yeah. Like Spain had a, Space, ho- they had yeah, a great Spain period. Had even a period. Holland had a better... Um, who, who, who had more sustained periods yeah. of having... Top quality players and getting deep into tournaments. Spain weren't really. Yeah, Holland's there as well. Yeah, Spain weren't really. Yeah, I forgot about Holland. But, Holland um, there as well. Yeah, but I think it's super interesting the points that you guys raised, and, and I think that's why certain teams miss out on certain players, and and it has even indoctrinated the fans, bro. Like fans will be like, "Oh, this player, uh, oh, he's a luxury player." He right. That I, I love. I don't love that term. I love what you've kind of because it, it's gotten rid of like the like you talk about the entertainers, right? Mm. The Raquel Mays mm. of this world, right? The, like, how does a Zidane necessarily fit in? How does a Erzil towards yeah. the end of his career, they were struggling to mm. find places that they don't run hard, you know? Look, but we literally saw that with the likes of. Um, so, obviously, like in attacking areas, like there, there's still like some form right. of room for that. But, like, we saw with like Erzil, Erzil um, and Pogba, for example, in the Premier League, mm. that's a perfect example where people primarily talking about the things that they couldn't do instead of the things that they could do. That other players can't. Yeah, and the things that they could do, most players in the history of the football game can't do. Yeah. Which doesn't really make, compare to, com, talk about things that they, they can't do very well where there's a gazillion players that can do that, if that makes yeah. sense. And I think we see it with certain players, like even to like a lesser extent, 
I think James Madison is a perfect example of that, mm. and he's just Madison to, count to, to Mason Mount to, <laughs> yep. uh, to Mason Mount, for example. Right. Because I'm having discussions in the Euros. I was speaking about um, I don't I don't really rate Mason Mount, and it's a highly contentious mm. point. They're like, oh, like oh, he's he's tactically flexible. I'm like, every time you say tactically flexible, you don't bring tactics. You just basically tell me that he, he runs, can run and he press. Just runs. <laughs> he's, he's a manager's dream. He's a manager's yeah, dream. Just say he works hard. He's don't tell me. That's what they tell you. Yeah. He's a manager's and dream. And I think Anton, not him to steal his point. Anton said, what? But don't the other players like a Ozil or a, to a lesser extent, Ericsson or Coutinho, a De Bruyne or Bernardo Silva? Not, not really Bernardo Silva because he's not really a, like a ten playmaker. Like no, no, ten playmakers. Don't they have a hard tactical um, instruction to be able to break holes in the defence and pick up the ball and know when to keep the ball and know when to provoke actions? And players like Madison have been much maligned in the UK for time. Like Joe Cole, all those type of flair players, kind of, you don't really see like them get pushed to the forefront because they're more seemed as a accessory, a luxury. They don't fit in our rigid way of playing. When really and truly, you need special players or people who are able to deep save like defenders. Facts. Whether it be the playmakers who take the ball in a half turn, like Ozil or Odegaard, or Pebu who could run and take on players like a Doku, mm. uh, a, a Zaha, all these, um, Pedro Neto, these types of players. You mm. need people Eze's, that could do things yeah. off, as a perfect example, that could do things off scripts because yeah. the script might always work. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you could see, like, with certain teams like Spain, although Spain literally had, like, Arguably, like the best midfielders ever, like Xavi, Iniesta, Busquets, Alonso, Busquets, Cesc yeah. Fabregas. These right. are like six players top, who top, are top, probably top, the top tier. fifteen midfielders we've seen. Yeah, and they had David Villa, another top player, top defenders, PK, Puyo. They had a, a list. Of, they had the the best technicians we've seen, and they struggled to beat teams mm. because they couldn't open teams up. Teams would just sit back. Right. Even the first game they woke up, they lost to Switzerland. They literally just sat back and they couldn't break them down. Mm. And that's the difference between that team and Barcelona, mm. who had Messi, who could always open up teams at the drop of a hat. And I think the balance is interesting to see the balance kind of form. And Pep is very interesting because Pep had the balance on point because he had Sane and Sterling, who mm. would just literally flog people non stop. Yeah. Non stop. So he went away from that. that. We'll speak on certain characteristics of Pep Guardiola. The, boy. And he, and, he, and he had to run back with his tail between his legs to go get Doku. Mm, mm. And even Mahrez, he phased out Mahrez and then he brought back Mahrez and guess what happened? They won the league, so... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fascinating because I think managers are starting to see even more so, not just in the final third, but even in midfield. Without those special players, doesn't matter how technical your midfield is, doesn't matter how functional, you won't score goals. Yeah, fact. You won't, you won't score goals. So I think it's almost gone too far the other way now yeah. and the game is the game's correcting itself. And we love it. We love yeah. to see it. Cool. There's a few topics over the last couple of weeks I don't think we've discussed on this pod. Um, so I thought it would be interesting for us to talk about. First one I want to talk about is this Everton 10-point ban. So you might get another further nine points, I say. Wow. Wait, so, so my, under that, yeah, so my understanding is like with FFP in like a three, four year period or so, you're allowed to be like negative 100 million. Um, and 105, and they were like 100, 124 or more than that. It was like 300, negative 300, 305 million. Or something wow, like okay, yeah. negative 305 million. Um, Premier League has proceeded to give them a 10 point ban for that, so they've gone from 14 to four points. I think they're still above Burnley. Um, obviously, has it, has, has it, already, has it already been implemented? Yeah, so yeah. The table, if I look at the table right now, they're on four points. Yeah, they're on four yeah. points. I, so that's, that's yeah, so obviously, that's. Yeah, so I think they're but I think they're above Burnley. I think uh, and like a win gets them out of the relegation zone. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I think 
I want you to get your thoughts a on that decision, uh, your thoughts on it, and b God, obviously damn, they really the, have four the, points. The, the, the minute that that decision was made, people started pointing fingers. You know, City 115 counts. There's been some stuff about Chelsea and how Roman Abramovich was kind of funneling money in when he was the owner. So I want to get your thoughts on on the pre the Premier League's punishment for Everton, and yeah. do you think it's fair, Topes? Uh, I don't know. I feel like ten points seems excessive, right? Mm. It, it does seem excessive, but then again. Within the context of the rules, the it's black and white, right? right. Like obviously, they changed it from FFP to profit, profit and sustainability rules. Now I don't know why. Maybe to just make it sound. It's a PR, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but like ultimately, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to run your bit your your business because these these clubs are businesses. You're not allowed to run your business into the ground to to the point where you're making losses over a certain amount. And they made losses over a certain amount. They spent their their money poorly, right? So. They deserve to be punished. I don't really see, I don't really see the big hoo ha around it as well. I think, I think if anything, um, a lot of a lot of um, teams that got relegated last season and the seasons before, they're aggrieved because I think these these offences were basically committed um, in the 21-22 season, but they're only being punished in the 23-24 season. And what makes it maybe a bit worse on those who have been relegated is that had they been punished maybe last season or the seasons before that could have been the difference between some teams staying up um or some teams some teams yeah some teams uh keeping on to their premier league status right so i think everton fans just just hold it man just hold it it's, it's hold it it's charge it to the game whatever you want to do with it they got a good manager um, relative to their level who's going to make sure that they don't get relegated so it is what it is just get Bet get the p. Obviously, they don't have a say in it, but the powers that be just need to run that club better. Mm. They spent poor. They spent money poorly. What have they got for their money? Ugh. Nothing. Oh. Nothing. And that's, this thing is, everyone could see this coming. Like everyone, Everton are one of the teams are that are like the the opposite of a Man City, basically. So you see, like Man City, Chelsea's, you spend money, success. Everton are the. The, the, the benchmark of a team that literally spends money and doesn't have anything to show for it because that's what they've done in recent years with Mashiri and whoever, right? They've spent tons and tons of money right. on players who have just failed to actually become like, like a positive impact on their club. So it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Fair. Uh, just you say, I'm going to come across to you. So obviously Everton, they've been lashed <laughs> 10 points. Um... <laughs> But then we point at like you know teams like City, hundred and fifteen charges or allegations, allegations, yeah, and then you obviously got allegations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what are your thoughts? Because uh, part of my mind is like Everton are almost being used as like a a point, you know. Mm. So if they've done this and we've given them a ten point ban, mm. when we get you, you, oh, your thing is gonna be an absolute be madness. Bad. I don't know if you guys think it's that calculated. Do you think anything will happen to City because think... they posted like record? Profit like seven hundred. They have to be found guilty. Yeah, right. Yeah. Everyone's one is black and white. Like it's there. And they publish financial numbers every year. It's mm. right there. Yeah. Man City's one. They have to be found. Yeah. They have to be found guilty. Right. So I said seven. This point, by the way. Right? Sorry. That was gonna be my point in regards <laughs> to. I know it's like easy for fans to like pick and say, "Oh, look at City or whatever." But unless you've like read through the actual case mm. and looked at, um, you know, everything specifically and how City have managed to, you know, like you know. 
look, City are not owned by idiots, right? So they didn't flat out and do something where you can just discover them within one week. Yeah. Whatever they've done has been shrouded or covered and, you know, intertwined into multiple things that might not even be black, it might be multiple grey areas. Right. Right. So, and then it's within, it's on the Premier League and whoever is trying to take City to court is to prove without, with, with, within reasonable doubt. Mm. that City committed this and knowingly committed this because again it's a bunch of great error stuff that they may have done right. whereas again as Tobe says it's profit and loss with you know, mm. look, I go to your company's house mm. it's mm. here my brother yeah, like, you, can't, you can't you can't hide it there is no great area this is the rules so you can get that deduction in regards to the Premier League more thinking about um, setting a benchmark so whoever you know gets caught you know may, may suffer that bigger um may suffer like a bigger ramification. I think, um, I don't know. I don't think it's that calculated, but I do think now that this has happened to Everton, not not that the Premier League, uh, you know, purposely done it, but now this has happened to Everton. If anything happens to like, if Chelsea or City get into like, get caught or like, or something gets proven or get found guilty. Yeah, I think they're cooked to hell. Like I, 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 so I think they, I think they might even go to League Two, bro. By the time it's when I'm when I'm through with you, when they're through them, yeah. When I I'm think it might you. be absolute. Uh, it might be madness. Might be <laughs> when I'm through, when I'm through with you, it might be might be stripping of titles, several points. Could, could, could be absolutely mad. Yeah. Like but I don't think it, I don't think it's um, I don't think it's premeditated. But once. Or if they get found guilty, people just point to the fact that look at what we've done for Everton for this. So for you guys, yeah, yeah it's got to be uh, yeah. relative to the crime. Yeah, you do the crime, you you pay the time, right? And you made us suffer, bro. We've done, we've have legal legal fees and all that stuff. Yeah, so you didn't even come out and say, yeah, it was me. We didn't. <laughs> you didn't even come you out. Bagged you bagged me, bro. Yeah, you didn't even say you, you bagged fought me, it. bro. You <laughs> fought it, bro. Right, you made it worse. You know, you know them times yeah, when you're in the end, yeah, when the older says, if you run. Gonna, yeah, just hold the, just hold the lips. Run and I catch you. Then it's gonna be worse than if you just stay there and hold the lips. Just stay there and hold your lips, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a great analogy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Nice one. Thank you, guys. The next thing I wanted to talk about is a comment made by Jamie Carragher. I think it's just a part of a wider conversation I want us to have today around managers. So um, he came out and said that. You know, obviously we've seen how well Aston Villa are doing. It's what, 12, 13 home wins in a row, stretching back to last season. They're, f they're flying high. They're doing well enough in the Europa... In the Europa League or Europa Conference? Conference. <clears throat> Europa Conference. That's good, great for a team like Villa. Um, and he kind of said that based on, you know, what he's achieved, how his team's currently performing, uh, Unai Emery is the third best manager in the Premier League. Q fan bases of other uh, teams, Arsenal, Spurs maybe even some Manchester United fans, Brighton fans, outrage across the board. I wanted to firstly ask you guys what you think on that comment of Unai Emery being the third best manager in the Premier League and what you guys look for when you're like trying to make that decision of who the best is. Um, and then just a kind of second conversation around the time we give managers in terms of them actually being able to come in, set a ph philosophies, that's, a, that's the buzzword, isn't it? Um, and actually lead their teams to success. So, Dissu, you, you've been quiet for a bit. Um, where, where do you stand on this Unai Emery, third best manager in the league currently? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. And I think it's a valid shout. I don't think... Um, I think you can definitely argue for and against it. Um, the thing with fans, which I find so funny, is that they decide which periods of managers they want to ignore. So, mm. obviously, Emery was with Arsenal. He didn't do that great. I think he finished fifth. And eighth, I think. 
Or eighth when he got sacked. He was eighth when he got sacked, and mm. um, the great artist came in and they finished eighth mm. um, afterwards. Um, so yeah, obviously he got to final of Europa mm. League. Obviously got packed by Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Packed and mm. patient. Yeah. Um, so obviously, and his team wasn't very good. That, right. that Arsenal team, they conceded a lot of shots. Yeah. They tried to be defensive, but they weren't great defensively. Right. They weren't great going forward. Mm. So it wasn't a good period for him. But at the same time, like there's been other periods of managers that haven't had a great good good period either. So I don't really understand that. But in terms of like what I think, I think we're looking at managers. I think some of the things you want to look at, obviously the hard done results relative to their job job description. How how well do they achieve it? So relegation battle managers are they beating relegation and they are they making their teams comfortable? Title chasing managers are they winning titles or in title race? Do they win honors? And then maybe mid table managers can they overachieve? Can they sometimes overachieve? Like mm-hmm. I think that's important. How quickly can you implement what you're going to do and your strategy of your players? And do you get the best out of your players? I think mm. these are some of the things that you can see from managing. And I think Emery, he's obviously, when he's been at the top table for PSG, it wasn't the greatest. Arsenal, I wouldn't really call Arsenal top table, it wasn't the greatest. Mm. Um, maybe if you go as long as Arteta, you might have done the same thing as Arteta, who mm. knows. But like what we've seen over them at Sevilla, um, Villarreal. Villarreal. And now Villa, he's come at Villa. Villa were battling relegation. They had Dean Smith here. They got rid of the get rid of my man. Under Dean Smith, they'll survive relegation through Gerard. Through pure Grealish and hope. Oh, it was even Gerard after Dean Smith. Yeah. Gerard had to get packed on potion, yeah? He's come in. He's established a way of playing. He's getting mm-hmm. the best out of players like Douglas, Douglas Louise is looking, getting back to even best than, better than he was performing before. Yeah. They now look like a very good football team. They, they are fun to watch. I actually find it interesting to watch. They, I like the, um, the DRB... Watkins attacking um, do I like the midfielders of McGinn and Louise like they're a good football team and they've they're overachieving because where Villa was when he collected them they've now overstepped that you know what I'm saying and also in the cup competitions man's one like a gazillion European leagues and bare people's faves they get to European leagues they get had up like certain man's faves they butt Emery at Villarreal semi-finals got packed and potion you know what I'm saying right um, he packed. He slapped. He slapped. Um, uh, Ollie's head when he got to the final. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, fa- so the names I would understand people questioning Emre with is I'm trying to think of the Premier League. Oh, actually, to be fair, Arteta. They say no. Poch. Yeah, Poch. I can understand, but Poch doesn't really outside of um, PSG. PSG and that PSG is probably one of the worst PSGs in years. Like the fans hate that team. They they told the players that we're not going to celebrate the title in the stadium because we don't like you. We're going to celebrate it when you don't leave. That's that's how much that that team much much maligned. Mm. But Poch, I can't understand. ETH, no, mm-hmm. nope. Arteta, nope. Mm-hmm. How, nope? Because Emre has gone other places and achieved stuff. Mm. He's actually put trophies on the table. But how was a like argument? What Brighton fans? Deserve Deserve Come on. Just no, no, no. Um, I, I don't, although I like his style of football, I like what they've done. But Emery has also won stuff. Do you get what I'm saying? He's actually right. won stuff, so yeah. I think that gives him yeah, equity above. Table, yeah, he gives him equity above other people. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, at the end of the day, they're there to win. Like, that's literally the job description. So, he's actually won stuff. So, yeah. and what if he goes, Moyes might be, could be a potential argument because yeah. Moyes has done well with Everton. He's actually, I mean, with West Ham. Um, he did well with Everton, got them fifth one time, got them to the Champions League or fourth, got them to the Champions League. Mm. He won the Europa Conference with West Ham, their first trophy in how many years? Mm. So he he can have a, a shout, but I think Emery's a fair shout, and I think Arte- Arsenal fans need to, to relax. Because mm. yeah, you and w- weren't they in Europa League last year? Yeah. yeah. I think he is. I think. Between Ange as well. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't put Ange above, uh, above him, even though I do think, like, to this point, I look at it based off, like, 
what impact are you able to have at the team that you're at? Like, where, from where you've picked up the team to where you take the team, for me, that's that's the measure of, of how you are as a as a um, as a manager, right? And I think with Unai Emery, um, it's weird because it's like when I seen him for Arsenal and. PSG. I remember at Arsenal, I used to have arguments with Cougs and my twin all the time that like I think Pochettino's a better manager than this guy because I think Poch is essentially being tasked to do a similar job to Emery, but he's doing it playing a much better style, right? Um, and he's actually been consistent in in what he's been able to deliver for Spurs in terms of the top four qualification, finishing top three Champions League, etc. And I think with Unai Emery, when he was managing Arsenal and PSG it wasn't pleasing on the eye. Like he went about his job from a pragmatic point of view. And I think at those clubs, you can't be pragmatic. You can't be a pragmatic manager at Arsenal. You just can't, right? But now when I look at him- When you say pragmatic, uh, what do you mean specifically? So I mean, as in specifically, like going for the the W, like not being reserved, especially at home. Like when you have the opportunity to put your foot on teams next, you put your foot on teams next, right? Mm. Uh, I don't think he did that enough at Arsenal. I'm not saying he didn't do it at all. I don't mm. think he did that enough at Arsenal. I think, and it's weird because uh, Unai Emery has always been, for me, I've always rated him as a good manager because f- he's always been a manager that can get teams, teams that aren't in the top realms, punching above their weight. You saw mm. it at Sevilla, you saw it at uh, Villarreal, you saw it at, um, at Aston Villa. If anything, Aston Villa is probably the first time where I would actually say he's got like a, a full-on budget. He's got full, like full, full autonomy on plays Get he can players, bring in, right. and 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 a constant supply of money coming through. He never really had that severe. Never really had that Villarreal. And even at Arsenal, even though they spent money, you wouldn't say that he had full control, right? I think at, at Aston Villa, he's really impressed me because I feel like Unai Emery now. When you go to Aston Villa's ground, they speak, are hamming the hell out of you. Like they press high, they're super aggressive. Like their record, their their home record under his under his management speaks for itself, right? And and away from home, he can mix it up. Like Hustler. he doesn't have to go. He doesn't have to go there and go gung ho. Like right, he can right, right. he can fall back onto some of the. Into some of his historical way of playing, right? Where his teams sit back. He's got players that can that can punch teams up on the counter attack as well. So I think at Aston Villa, he's been able to find a blend, right? I think what will be, whilst I think Carragher's shout is valid, I personally think Pochettino is a better manager oh, than, than Unai Emery. Imagine my shot. I do, I do. I'm sorry, I do. Uh, I do, um, I do. I'm sorry. But I don't. I, 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 Obviously, I don't, doesn't have the trophy where to, to he back does, it. He, he doesn't, doesn't have the back he doesn't. it up. He didn't particularly do better at PSG. He didn't. But I mean, I've, they both won league titles. He didn't, but... Um, I, I, the Premier like, League. What is the criteria that you're giving it to Poch? To Poch, because yeah. I think both both managers, their time in the Premier League, one was significantly better than the other. Okay. Yeah. And then everything mm. they've done outside yeah. the, the Premier League, you don't really care. No, I didn't say I don't really care. <laughs> We're talking well, about it here and now. You kind of... You kind of... How the Poch, how the Poch do in Europe? He, what Champions League? He got to the Champions League final. Yeah, he didn't yeah. win. But he got to a Champions League but final. Did he win? He didn't win. Okay, but so he got to a Champions League okay, final. So he lost. He got to a Champions League final. I lost. You lost. What's Emery done in the Champions League? Lost. What's he done in the Champions I think League? Lost. Champions League. Think Look, I'm saying like, how many competitions has he? How many times has he actually managed? Has Poch has managed teams in the Europa League? Yes or no? Once. Yes. Did he win it? <laughs> was he meant to fucking no, win? No, no, no. <laughs> it's a yes or no question, brother. He didn't. But oh, okay. Well, like, just, listen, bro, just answer the question. Listen, and say, oh, so add any. Listen, yes. As, as, as I said, much been in Europe a conference. 
No, he hasn't. Oh, that was content. Yeah, that's a new thing. It's yeah. a, it's listen. It's a, it's a preference thing. Like, I'm not gonna. I don't think it's mad for a character mm-hmm. to, to have that shot. I think there's like this. You said like you can argue for it. You can argue against it. I just don't think some fans should be offended, like Arsenal, mm. when when they see Arteta below below Emery. Yes, Arteta obviously had Arsenal challenging for a title that um, Emery didn't do, but Arteta also had like way more time than Emery mm. and. Complete autonomy, and he ultimately didn't win. Yeah, but well, yeah. But basically, man, are saying, "Oh, this he's guy won an FA Cup, did, did, yeah, did, yeah." And he's and he's actually, when you look at it though, but I, I, again, he's re- he's actually reshaped their team completely. From okay, top to he's, a, he's a shapeshifter. Congratulations. <laughs> well, <laughs> what, 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 does that, what does that mean, bro? If man, if man ain't winning, John, what does that what does that mean? <laughs> basically, um, Arteta's claim to be better is that oh. I once bottled one of the, have one of the worst bottled in, in Premier League history. That 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 is my yeah, claim to fame. It. That is literally his claim to fame, card. Yeah, they, they, they talk about last it's a harsh season. Way to look at it, but it's no, the it's, facts. It's, it's, it's the facts. It's what happens. No, it's the black and white. It's yeah, the black and white. What's the grey? The grey is the impact he's had at Arsenal. What's the impact? What do you mean? What's the impact? I'm he, you. he he went to Arsenal. They were eighth with scrubs all littered right. all over the team. Right. And, and there's a it, period he underachieved with the quality. Yeah, he of did, and right. he and he could have been sacked. And that's the point. That's to yeah. this use point. If Emery had more time, who knows what Emery could have done? If he had that that much autonomy, who knows what he could have done? Is Arteta doing what? Um, is Arteta winning Europa League in Sevilla and Villarreal? Is, Ar- is, is Arteta taking relegation fodder, potential fodder no, at Sevilla? I them... don't think... I, I, want it, I want this clear. I don't think he's a better manager I'm just asking Emery, questions, bro. Right? You, you can answer it or you can avoid it. No, 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 no. You, I can answer it's it. No, he's not done these things. I'll answer it happily. Yeah? Fake yeah. Fake yeah. Fake okay, you have to shout, brother. No, I'm happy. Cool. I'm happy when I say that he's failed. Yeah, Fair enough. And then my second question, or second part of the question around managers is how long we give managers. And here I'm thinking specifically at the moment of Manchester United, Eric Ten Hag, obviously he came off a E-T-H. Strong season last season. He won the Carabao Cup. Um, finished third, seventy odd points, seventy four points, or something like that. This season has been a kind of unmitigated disaster so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've caught for his head, Dissu. You are you're onto him the back end of last season anyway. Back end, I was onto him from the beginning. Of the season. You're onto him the back end of last season anyway. Back end of last Begin season, of anyway. You know me. You know me, fam. <laughs> yeah. We'll spend the next sixty minutes. Bro, I don't saying, mind, <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, you're onto him, and obviously this season hasn't started very well. Like I said. Um, so when we talk about how long we're giving managers, we spoke about Arteta and how he came in at Arsenal, struggled. What's been beautiful to watch almost is the 180 all Arsenal fans for the most part have had to do on him. Even guys we speak to daily who Bums. wanted him who wanted him out. Basically, and all now... the men apart from um, Salom mm. are bums. Yeah. Yes. Um, so what my question is for you guys specifically is how long do you give a manager? When is it like he's had long enough, he's got to go? When is it like the results aren't good, but I see something in this? Like, what do you look for? I think it depends. I think there's like... There's certain stages of of um of transgression misalignment you, yeah that you can have like for example like if you've come in and let's take a top club for example like one of the Champions League clubs if you're not winning straight away like having fantastic results I can allow that if I'm seeing okay cool you are imprinting what you want to do as a player as as a manager your players are responding to what you want to do on the football pitch. They're starting to take shape in your identity, mm-hmm. whatever it is, whether it's, mm-hmm. whatever philosophy it is. I'm not saying you have to have one particular philosophy. Right. Yeah, whatever philosophy it is, you can see it's actually been implemented right. on the pitch. Mm-hmm. And then, cool, for example, Klopp came in. He was tremendously successful, although he got to Europa League final, actually. Yeah. 
But you could clearly see yeah, them man playing the... Co- and in certain games, you saw it cracking. Like, yep. one type of thing, they punched up City 40 away. Yep. Firmino was... Yep. Down kind of, do you know what I'm saying? That's before he got in all his dons. Mm-hmm. All, like, all the Salos and Mane's and so on and so forth, right? So, seeing that... So, that I could I can give Blythe to. If you're coming in, into the team, we're not seeing your so-called identity. We're not seeing any sort of identity. And the results are stinking... Bro, a season is enough for me to to can to can a man. I'm well, not gonna lie. I'm, I'm not gonna lie because we've seen we've seen on so many occasions certain other managers come in with less resources mm. and instantly getting not even just better results but also better response from players. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, for example, the reason why I like Pochettino mm-hmm. is because Poch was maximizing the impacts, um, the input from his players. So all the players from the Delhi Ali's to um, is it Wanyama, uh, Ericsson, Son. Uh, Danny Rose, the the Belgian boys at the back, Carl uh, Walker, Lord, yeah. all these players are playing. Talk about Adam Jamili nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> all these players are playing like you. Some of their best players, most of those players, their best players are football outside of Sun mm. and Kane because it's Sun and Kane. Mm. Like has been in that period mm-hmm. because and that show that for me is a positive for the manager. Right, Eddie Howe, bro. Everyone, we thought our man was rubbed. I remember it's cold cuz. He turned Joe Linton into, into bro, all like Joe Linton was a, a flop of a striker. Yeah. Mm. Bro, man is where the peak is box to boxes in the Premier League, bro. That is what you call managing. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So if I'm not seeing that, like my time frame is limited. And I remember I used to, this is like some accountability. I used to always argue with um with uh Sof and Mead about how Chelsea sat managers. But I was probably thinking, I was being ignorant thinking of Ferguson and Wenger. But the reason why they were there for that long because they were consistently successful. Right. Roman weren't playing no games, bro. If you ain't hitting objectives, I'm gonna, you're gonna go. I'm gonna get the next man. And mm-hmm. they were able to reach, um, get title. They got a title with Conte. They got a title with Ancelotti. They got a title with um, first Jose. Time, Jose did, second did, time. Did they get one with Scolari? No, they didn't. He got sacked. Yes, they, no, no they, they didn't. They got one. No, no, yeah, but they, and they've also won things with Di Matteo. They've yeah, won things with Benitez. They've won things well. with Hiddick. They've won things with Tuchel. Literally, pretty much most Chelsea managers have, have left for something and sorry as well. Out, yeah, what's of sorry outside AVB and Lampard and, and Scalari. Potter. Yeah, and Potter. Yeah, Harry. like they, they, they've let these men are <laughs> these men are leaving <laughs> something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> these men are leaving something. So yeah, man, I, I'm I'm not here to give managers um, unlimited unlimited chances, bro. Yeah, because mm. players don't get limited chances for the most part. Depends on who they mm, are. Mm. To be fair, I, I do I do hear this you completely right, and I think. Um, the argument for someone like Ten Hag would be what he's working against, which I don't think you can discount. Like, I think you have to acknowledge that he's basically ha- trying to do the best job he can under a very disorganised uh, footballing structure. However, mm. to this use point again, you look at the managers that he's been <clears throat> compared to, they're working against football structures that have historically been underperforming or have just been a complete outright mess. Like Eddie Howe, yes, they got taken over by the Saudis, but whilst he was able to spend um, money to get them uh, an influx of players in January to avoid relegation, they didn't have a squad that you could actually say was good enough to to be finishing in the top 10 in that period. And yet they finished, what, like 11th or something like that? The next season, you couldn't say that they had a squad good enough to finish in the top four, yet they finished in the top four. Um, I look at Deserby as well, Brighton. They got literally stripped of all their players and staff last season. Deserby comes in within a couple of months. They get 
to get Europa, Europa League football. I just feel like with Ten Hag, as much as I sympathise with him in terms of in terms of what he's working against, because every 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 Man United manager has felt has felt that sting, right? In terms of like money management, um, player identification, all of that crap, right? He still had more to work with than some of these other managers who are outperforming him. So that's where the sympathy has to be capped. And that's where this use point actually rings true. So it is what it is. It is what it is. Seb, anything to add? No, just to say, yeah, just to <clears throat> yeah, agree what with with Tobes and this is uh yeah, bro, he's he's he has made vital, vital mistakes and you know, even if we, uh, when you started with like the Arteta uh, stint at Arsenal, bro, a broken clock could be right, you know, twice a day. So I think that's that's how Arteta, bro, sometimes you run into something, mm. might be a bit lucky, you're vibing. Mm. And as you see this season, <laughs> I fucked it up, bro. Like, I don't, I don't know what he's on. So I don't I don't think, you know, managers should, should be in, in, in a job that long where you, ha where you have to figure it out. I definitely think like, you know, you need to come in, we need to come in, you need to see something. Come with a plan, yeah? Come with a plan. And then also, it's stupidity if you see what all the managers before you have done and been through and then go and repeat and do the same thing. Mm. One of the things that I think was great is that you got rid of some of the big characters that we were calling for to go, but then to replace them with, uh, to overpay and pressure the club for certain players, similar to managers before you, right. and then those players come on big wages, right? That's really your own fault, man. You, you, you started well, but then now you're just ending the same as every other manager, so... Yeah. Used to be a cooked food that you're cooked food. No, cooked food, bro. God damn. All right, cool. So we'll stay with you guys. We're talking Manchester United, we might as well continue. So things are changing. Uh, so Jim Radcliffe coming in, buying 25% of the club for 1.25 billion. Uh, Richard Arnold, the chief executive, on his way out. Um, they brought the club's legal secretary in to kind of oversee while they're looking to make those changes. They're talking about bringing in, I think it's Jean Claude Blanc, who worked at. Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> yeah, uh, who worked at Man uh, Who worked at Juventus? Who worked at? You're, you're right over there, brother. <laughs> These athlete bags knocking action, everything action, over. Action man over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got um, Jean Claude Blanc to come in as chief executive. He's obviously had a rich history at Juventus. That was post Calci Poli, uh, and then you've got his time at PSG too. So wait, wait, see, see, see the Jean Claude brother. Was he involved in the in the, in the, the new one? Is he involved in the, in the, in the new case? Yeah, is he is he part of the new the? No, he's not. He's what about the, the previous that, that got Paratici? Yeah, the Rico. The Rico. What, what, what about the first Rico? Because remember they got relegated. Was he? Yeah, I think that? he came in post. Oh, so, so he post Calcio Poli help them build themselves back up. Bro, Mando will be chilling, and I don't want to see Ornstein, Ornstein Bomber like with my my new CEO is caught up in help with the mob and that. He wouldn't be out, bro. He wouldn't be out. We try to teach you. But yeah, so they're looking to bring him in as chief executive. Mitchell, Paul Mitchell, who was at Monaco, who's got like a rich. History and reputation as uh, yeah well. yeah yeah he did well at you Spurs. see sound all in brother huh he's no, sounding all in I'm yeah. having to provide the information mm. as a host and then then facilitate a conversation I have no thoughts on anything there's a lot of vested interest in this <laughs> music not, give us. not not really yeah. I want the lashes <laughs> I want the lashes guys I'm happy anyway cool so moves are being moves are being made um, obviously naturally like people will point fingers at Ten Hag and you always get those the manager's roles not at risk which is 
almost always a harbinger to you losing your job. But this you wanted you wanted the Saudis in. Seb, you obviously won the Saudis in. No, no, I didn't. You didn't. I would have said Jim. So Jim, yeah. But what are your thoughts about what you're hearing, the moves you're already seeing um, take take place? Brilliant, man. I think uh, as long as what what the the managers have been shocking post Fergie, but equally shocking has been the board, Mm. right? In fact, probably even more, because really and truly, there is no profession. Right, you see, bruv, the other day, the open AI guy, bruv, certain things are not cooking, yeah. you're fired, bruv, you're yeah. fired. I think they're bringing them back, They're bringing bro. them back. That's well, personal. Yeah, listen, man, we'll see. But, <laughs> bruv, like, a broken yeah, clock is right twice hey, a day. listen, man. But, like, fam, like, if you're not doing your job or if you don't have, if you don't have, um, if you're not hitting targets or whatever, there's just no industry that you can survive for so long, bro. Right. It just doesn't make sense. Whether you're the CEO, bro, your board's going to pull you out. It just just doesn't make any sense. So just to see the way how some of these guys have lasted, Woodward obviously knew something like this was happening (laughs) and the the way he's got off like scot-free, bro, it's just, that's been maybe the, I think the biggest thing. Like United have consistently signed players that, have needed um uh it they've they consistently signed one player to fix a bag of problems and that one player they've brought on on high wages and then the next player they've brought on on high wages and it's basically we're in a situation where we have so many players on high wages that we can't shift these players and that comes from the board rather than the manager right so even if the manager wants anthony if the manager wants anthony yeah and say you know what fuck it pay whatever Okay, I'm gonna pay whatever, right? I'm gonna pay whatever you say, even though you shouldn't, right? As a CEO, be like, nah, this is the limit for a player like this. But let's say you're gonna pay whatever. Anthony, that's come from, you know, that Drewski thing where you say we we, we change a bro in his life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, like, Anthony's come from maybe four bags a week, yeah? <laughs> Anthony's <laughs> from four bags a week at Ajax, yeah? And now. You're taking bro- the risk, come on, man. It's probably on four like bags, 20, I'm telling 30, you. Bro. No, no bro. Four, four bags. bags. No, four bags. He's not on 30 bags, no four way. Four bags no a way, week. Bro. He's not on 30 Maybe not bro. four, but he's not on 30 bags, no way. He might be on What do you mean? That is calm. Bro, bro man's wearing four bag LV jackets now. Bro. He was wearing them drums back when he was bro, back he in Ajax. No, he wasn't. He didn't have none of that. When he was at Ajax, he was shopping where you were shopping, yeah? Nah, nah, nah. Bro. Let's see how good, So, like, nah, yeah, I mean, you bring him in. He's cost 90 million. One of our, probably our worst ever signing. Mm. Now, where do you shift him to but with the wages you put him on? So all of these things, right, are just indicative of the board. So I'm super happy where, again, I don't think, you know, it's hope, like, listen, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's all about getting different people that are thinking a bit different. And that's right. what I want to see. And that's what I'm really, like, supportive of. And as you can see, my bag, I've got my, you know, some um, <laughs> I've been supporting. <laughs> crazy. I've, I've contributed. That's I've contributed crazy. to the. I've contributed. Insane. I've contributed. <laughs> I'm just going insane. Take over. I've got my Inuit sanitizer. Inuit. Shout out to Jim, yeah. man. Shout out to Jim. Yeah, man. I'm contributing. Them Inuit boys. I'm about to buy some stock. I'm out of the line. Something like, yeah. I'm to buy some stock. Man, the step might be spitting, man. We got, we got, we got, we got, we got boost the stock price, man. So you're, all, you sound like you're all in, Seb. I'm all in, man. And he's bringing, say, De- say, Dave, uh, Brailsford. You know what I mean? Uh, you, don't, you didn't know who that was. I know, man. I watched cycling, bro. Respect to me, man. <laughs> in the Olympics, bro. Yeah. Say, what say did Dave, you think that? Like, it's like 
better towels. Yeah, and, like, hey, listen, better, man. Everything, like, man. The one percent. The one percent, man. Say dip, say dip, bro. We need every percent we can get. And uh, apparently, though, he is the one that might be looking at a manager change. That, that I, I saw some stuff like that. He more so is the one that. If anything, if anyone's pushing for a new manager, it potentially could so be Jim. him. So that could be uh, super interesting and something to look at. Wow, this is, this is exciting, I guess. Yeah, man. Like, we'll start to see changes in the on the football side of uh, things, which it hasn't happened for a while. Um, Tobes, from the outside looking in, you love to read an article. You stay, you know, you keep your ear to the streets. What are your thoughts on all things going on at Manchester United at a minute? Mm. Um, You're not moved? I'm not moved. I'll believe it when I see it. Okay. This is in, like... I'll, what I mean by that is I believe it when I actually see like a clear and coherent strategy okay. when the when the situation presents itself, i.e. the January transfer window, how are Man United going to move there with what resources they have available and how they're going to move in the upcoming summer and how are they just going to generally deal with, deal with squad management, squad building, like just moving on players that aren't good enough as well. Like how, what approach are they going to have to these specific scenarios will dictate how, um, I eventually feel about the Ineos tenure at, at Man United. Right now, mm. all of this stuff is just, it's just for the birds, yeah. Yeah, it's literally just for show. Yeah, yeah I hear you, man. Uh, Disu, where, where's your head at? Because you were a big proponent of the Saudi regime Qatari. coming in, the Qatari even <laughs> regime coming. For apologies, mm. they're all the same to me, brother. Um, <laughs> so, what what are your thoughts about what you're you're reading, what you're seeing? Um... Oh man! Um, <laughs> my, yeah. thoughts, my thoughts. Um, one, um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm still kettled, man. That news. <laughs> really? that, that news that um, the South. Serge Yassim. I don't think he's real, bro. Bro, that's still tweeting like Serge Yassim's by the club in January 2024. AI. I said, who is this person? Bro? <laughs> But yeah, bro, that news here yeah, hit me like a ton of bricks, bro. I, thought, <laughs> I can't remember what it was. I was like, to my knees with a little kick. Work is dirty, bro. I was finished. Because I was like, okay, cool. New stadium. Yeah. Um, Like, new facilities. Right, right, And I right. know them, man, like, in the mid- they don't carry last, bro. They're not here. They're not on this losing team. Mm. They will make sure they get the best in class across the board. Do you right. know what I'm saying? Well, Mo's going to hire Rio as director of football. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Rio, Rio and Neville director of football, bro. Oh, yeah, man. Man. He was doing this 92 foundation. I don't want fucking with that, man. No, <laughs> listen, bro, I don't know. Because he knew already, yeah, them are not really trying to have no Middle East um, conglomerates take control. Right. So he was trying to pacify us with right. 92 Foundation, right, right, get right. Ori on Bex here. Obviously, once the takeover is done, then man get a little match of the jobs, couple yeah, 300 bags like... a year. You might owe that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, come. And get like... no football guys in, you know what I'm saying? So, and and that was like the only way I saw us like moving forward. But now, this is just, I just think it's a crazy deal. One, I don't know how the shareholders aren't revolting because like they're all about to make some serious money. But now it was like Sir Jim's track record with his sports projects haven't been the greatest. Okay. So and I I needed that serious cash injection as well. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was just uh, it's interesting hearing about these football people that's gonna be um like implemented. So now it's just kind of a waiting game. But right. I'm not optimistic at all. So you At least I had no optimism in Manchester United in our players, our manager. Right. But I was optimistic in the changing of ownership. But right. the Glazers are still there. Right. And now this guy who's 
not really done well previously is there. Right. So I have no reason to be optimistic. Uh, uh, don't, don't, the, the only reason why I've just, you know, like been more gassed now is just the fact that somebody, like, bro, it could have been my mum. Somebody taking <laughs> control of football operations, bro. Could have been anybody, bro. Like, anyone other than what's been happening. Right. Mum, any jell-off? Bro, I got, hey, I listen, got a sack, 10 You know what I mean? I've, I've called a cotcher, I've called a, bro, you know what I mean? Like, whoever, bro. I don't You're care. Crazy. I don't care, bro. I've called a cotcher, bro. Jell-off for lunch, post-match. <laughs> that, so I don't care. I just needed somebody other than... Other than I'm these, man, bro. I thought it could have been my mum, you know. Like, real talk, bro. Real talk, bro. Every kiss, Astro V, because... It's crazy. Real talk, bro. More than that, who's Rashford? Who's Rashford? <laughs> 500k, mum. 500k. <laughs> <laughs> It's 500k. Let's not talk too much still. Yeah, well, I guess we'll have to see. Um, I don't know if we're going to do any business in January. The financial accounts don't look good. I saw a report on that as well that said... <laughs> it said, yeah. I Ten Hag will be buying any players in January. The board will be... I said, the board. He said, Ten Hag won't be doing anything oh, wow. in January. Fair. The board will be made buying players Hallelujah. for the project. Hallelujah. That's what, that's what it said. And I want us to buy players with a mind that Ten Hag is not going to last. Because he's not. Yeah. Wow. I mean, if we're just getting good players, basically that's what they're they, saying. They should be like, like objectively the project, good players. Yeah. With good we can speak on this, yeah. Yeah. So see Mason Mount. We can speak on this. Oh yeah. yeah. Mason Mount. And this is and this is not even on a victory lap perspective. I thought that this was going to end different, but it goes. No, no, no. Because yeah, I was already right. Yeah. Honest, yeah. yeah. My thing is, I don't think it's been spoken enough about though, because Mason Mount was a very highly regarded English player. Right. He he wasn't in English squad. Was a thousand where. He wasn't not, re not recently. No, he's not. He's not in the English squad. No, he's not. No, no. Nobody's no. talking about it. No, he was bought. He's not playing, mm. even though he's fit. Mm. Nobody's talking about it. Mm. Don't you think that's insane? Yeah, yeah. But that's it's insane. Good old PR. No, but it's and, and the thing is, this is not even a diss to Mason Mount because I don't think Mason Mount deserves not to play. He's not worse than Scott McTominay. Huh? He's not worse than Scott McTominay. He's, he's not worse than all of them. Mm. He's not worse than he's not worse than all of them. Like, there's hardly any players you could say are objectively better than Mason Mount. I'm playing him over Anthony at right wing. Of course, I'm playing him over Bruno. I'm playing him over Bear Man. Like, he is actually not... And the thing is, I just don't... I've not been a fan of his because I feel like his game requires too much, like... Like, you have to sacrifice too much. I think he's best inside of the left where you have Rashford, so I don't really see the point of him. But I do think he has good attributes. Like, he's good on the half turn. He can run. He's got decent strike on the ball. Like, he's good. He's a good technician. He doesn't play. And there's no reason for him not to play. Because he, he's our most athletic midfielder, mm -hmm. outside maybe Hannibal, potentially. That is crazy. Mm. He's our most athletic midfielder. He's probably our most technically sound midfielder. Or my... Yeah, I think he's a better technician than Ericsson. Ericsson can strike the ball, but Ericsson can't do anything else apart from hit mm. <laughs> hit golf balls. Mm. Like, <laughs> why doesn't he play? Like, yeah, I think this is and, where... And, and, like... we, and he, he pushed for him. Yeah, yeah, I, think, think, I, I, I think for me, this was like the final nail in the coffin. Now from the outside looking in, you're making fundamentally... Baffling decisions in terms of the personnel that but you're using. Is, uh, the, what are you trying to achieve on the, the pitch? The Mount one was obvious though. Like, yeah, no, but the, the Mount one bad signing, cool. You went in for him. Anybody with a modicum of self-respect would force it. Would play him, yeah. Just because I went in so hard for him, pause. Huh? Um, but he's gotten rid of him immediately because we don't have any goals in the team. Mm -hmm. And Scott McTominay seems to have a, an, an affinity for goal scoring yeah, but, but and with making Scott goals. McTominay, Mm. Yeah, he you lose everything else. You, you, I, I'm not disagreeing. I, this I is know, a man who's yeah, yeah. No, I know you guys were on the yeah. Thing, but this is why he's insane. Because in the very same summer, there was a player 
who actually scores goals and assists, yeah. that cost 20, 20 million less, yeah. who's significantly better than you could have got. Yeah, it's crazy. And even goals, I don't think goals from midfield should have been the MO because right. we barely got goals in attack. And you went to sign a, your goal scorer, a 20 year old, yeah. 20 year old Viking who, who can't score in the Premier League. <laughs> a YG, yeah, yeah. 0% big chance conversion in <laughs> Premier League. Right. <laughs> 20 year old Viking. But you got to score goals, lad. Mm. <laughs> Oh, mate, no. Ragnar Lofbrook and He wishes he was Ragnar Lofbrook, bro. That's, that's, yeah, that's right. why the most important so, men in history comes. So who, who, who would he be if he was in Vikings? Would he be Floki or something? No, not for Floki, bro. Nah, come on. Nah, Hoyland is good. Hoyland is good. Bro, man. no goals in the Premier League. And fun yeah, fact, spooky. All his but goals in the Champions League have come in losses. Spooky. I mean, we've lost pretty much every game, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you want to do, man? I got to <laughs> Bro, you know, fun fact here, he has... Less big chances in a Premier League than Sun. Okay. Sun scored nine. Also, he scored zero. Just, just throwing numbers. Sun's out there. a way better finisher though. Just, just throwing numbers away. But Maxwell zero percent big chance conversion. Yes, yeah, it's, it's scary. He needs to do better. But yeah, yeah. I agree. But... <laughs> oh, pa- pa- pass it to Hoyland. Pass it to Hoyland. He's got time on his hands, isn't it? Fam, he's your Ma- future. <laughs> yeah. Our fans are so sick, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's not. Anyway, yeah, yeah. That's where your head's at with it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I mean, I can't, I can't knock you for it, man. Um, I'll just read this quote out. Uh, just let me get to the end of it. You guys give me your thoughts. Um, <clears throat> cool. We did not have a clue. I didn't have a clue. Our family didn't have a clue. Aaron didn't have a clue that he was not going to carry on playing. All of a sudden, he's not been played. You just have to look at it personally, and I'm probably saying too much, but Aaron is going to be the cup goalkeeper, and David Rye is going to be the main one unless something happens, an injury or sending off. And Aaron's got to live with that, and he's living with that, even though he's not been told by anybody. Squads evolve all the time. Nobody's going to be there forever. David Rye has not pulled up trees so far. Let's say he's not going to, even though the way it's been done in my eyes, it's been wrong. That's obviously Nick Ramsdale speaking about the goalkeeper situation uh, at Arsenal. Um, highly irregular for a father or parent of a player to come out um, and speak on a you know platform in defence of their child. Understandable. Um, obviously, wasn't saying that when you know Leno mm. got put on the bench for his son. Of course, son. he wasn't. Man, he's Levar, is Can I finish? Or is that, is, that, is that right with you? Thank oh, you, brother. Sorry. Thank you, brother. Um, what? Don't even talk to you like that in front of me. I don't like what, what, for the outside <laughs> looking like in. That. We need Shut some up. etiquette. <laughs> don't like that. He's trying to rile you up, bro. Don't let him. I don't like that. You're you're trying to piss me off as well. Don't let me go crazy in here. But I'm through with you. Um, so from the outside looking in, what are you guys' thoughts on the Arsenal goalkeeper situation? The comments from uh, Nick Ram- Ramsdale and do you agree with the decision made by Arteta so far? I agree with the decision made by Arteta, but I just I don't think like Real was the keeper to do it for. Like I think the 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 gap between Ramsdale uh, and is it real, real name? It's marginal. Like he is a better keeper, but it's very marginal. Where it's not like you you leave you leave um, space open for you know people like Ramsdale's dad to come out and say things like that. Where he's like he's not pulling up any trees, whatever. If you're like for example between Leno and Ramsdale, Ramsdale was better with the ball at feet and also better at playing out with the ball, which was an obvious upgrade because that's the way Arsenal were trending and you can you can make sense of that, right? Mm. In regards to this one, you can't really, really make sense of it. Um, but I say that to say, I'd love to see what happens when the Prem's back. And I don't know if any pundits have spoken about this because, uh, again, not Pogba's big, biggest fan, but when Pogba's brother used to speak out about Man United or whatever, 
they used to criticize Pogba. That's the reason why a bunch of fans turned on him. It's because mm-hmm. his brother always used to speak out and say his own opinion. Now Ramza's dad has come out to say his opinion, which in my opinion is even worse because he's lost his place and he doesn't deserve to be starting, right? And Arsenal are doing well without him. I'd love to see what the mm-hmm. what, what the talk is around Ramza's dad. Like getting your dad to talk um, for me, it's just like poor. Like it's I think, much. I think it's very, very poor, very, very poor. And then when you go on, uh, when you go and look at the interviews, the the one about Leno, where he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm coming to take your place" and all this other stuff, right? Where he was quite uh, not cocky but super confident, right? Mm-hmm. About that. games and the then, game, man. The best man wins, uh, bro. And then the other one where bro, bro said that you know he has lapses in concentration or some shit like ADHD, that yeah, yeah. Uh, Ian Wright just looking at you like bro <laughs> yes. I know I know I know I know I know uncle I know uncle called Arteta you know it's like Mikel I never you never guess what mate he's like I can't I can't concentrate for a few night minutes touch with the fans Come back, do, come back. do this. <laughs> play with the balloon. Come back and play go. Right. And it's like next, you know, forty-five minutes ago. You're right, it's like, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bro, Ian Wright was sending the tips like, on yeah. the table, bro. Ian is now a meme yeah. because he could not believe he could what not believe, I was saying. Bro. Right, like, I'm right, like, I was actually uh, opposed to you lot's opinion because mm. I, I personally, you love people speaking out against yeah. the machine, innit? No, I rage against the machine. This guy no heritage. We don't think he's Nigerian. This guy's got no heritage. He wants to stand on the right side of history. Bro, I don't, bro, I don't understand. Yeah, why a man can't say their opinion? I just think he's more interested, bro. Just because he disagrees, he's trying to be entertained. Yeah, bro. He, he, why can't he say he doesn't like what's going on? No, man. Well, we know he doesn't Heritage. like what's We know what he doesn't then like. Yeah, play, then a player come and say it. Like, stop getting your dad. Yeah, why are you uh, getting your no, dad yeah. to say it? Why are you getting your cousin? This, 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 this is where, <laughs> this is, this is where I, I, I come towards yeah. all you guys' angles because... Like the way it's been done, and I didn't know that he was talking smoky when smoky, it was Lelo. Of course, you're talking smoky when it's Lelo. Yeah. I don't want to hear your chat now. Yeah. Right. I don't want to hear chat now. Go machine for machine and prove why you should be back in go the squad. Go get your chains back, man. Go, go get, get your chains back. Welcome to being a, a big club, buddy. This is a this is this is what you wanted. This is the dreams that you asked for. You wanted yeah. to play for a big club. These, unfortunately, these type of situations happen at a big club. I said dreams right? worth more than money. And, to Seb's point, fair enough. If you don't agree that the gap like was big enough for them to get a new goalkeeper, the fact of the matter is, he is a better goalkeeper. Like, there's no. You think that's, fa- he, 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 think that's factual? He, no, it is factual. He's a better goalkeeper no, than, he, than Ramsdale. Whether he is or not, Ramsdale has a right to his opinion, as football fans do, as pundits do, as managers do. Of course he does. He has a right to his opinion. Go for your dad. Yeah, it's a bit nasty, but we, then again, we don't know if his dad just decided to just just be better chatting because sometimes mm-hmm. players. And I've like obviously I watch like a lot of players speak. They will be talk about how they they just get mad at their parents. Like especially it happens a lot more in American sports mm-hmm. where during the game, man's like it literally happened this week here. Yeah? Um, a, a very famous NFL player called Stefan Diggs. He was playing. His team wasn't doing very well. They've been doing very well recently. His brother is also a famous NFL player. Yeah. And his brother literally tweeted during the game. They need to get bro up. They need to get bro up out of there. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, it's mad, it's mad, it's mad. The next morning, man doubles down. He goes, you know, in fact, the quarterback. Was it even him until my brother got there? Oh, wow. And so that's an example of probably where it's probably a message through his brother. Mm. But like sometimes other other people, they've had, I can't remember what NFL player, his mum will just go nuts on Twitter. And he'll literally be always arguing from, stop doing it. But mm. she just won't care. So like we don't know if Ramsdale's dad 
is in on it. Like I remember Odell Beckham's dad to get him, his son out of there. That he posted a fan clip. That was of, class. He basically he posted a fan clip of showing his son is doing his job, but mm. the QB wasn't. Or but sometimes it could be like maybe Ramsdale dad is just going record. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we just, don't know. I just think there's a it's, it's a lot of like. But I love like, it though. It's like a sympathy. It's like a sympathy tool. No, no. Mm. But that's that's the reason why I think he might be in on it because there's been bare little interviews. This and is it. It's certain a, people. Like, it, it's given sympathy, but everybody plays a game though. The clubs do it. If they want to get rid of somebody or they want to put the pressure on somebody, we've seen it in all of our clubs where there's been briefings about certain players. Yeah. So why can't the players do it in return? No, I, that part I hear. And I think to to the interview on his that his dad did, the only point I'm like, I, I'm with is if Arteta hasn't spoken to him about it. I think that's kind of deep, right? As a manager, like, you should be... Is it? It is kind of deep. Yeah, what, what we spoken to about what? You should be transparent about like what what. Once the keeper came in, he should know what type of time it no, was. He should. He right. should. Right. He should know what type of time it is. But he he's obviously been given a new deal in the summer as well. So he's probably. You should be even happy. He's he's probably been told. He's even probably got a pay been, rise. He's probably been told X Y Z. So I do think in that in that respect, Arteta should just be should should just come out and be honest with him. Whatever the situation. But is. what what if the situation isn't he's coming to replace you? What is we need competition, right? And go and get your chain back. Why are you? <laughs> why are you? Why are you shook, bro? Like, all, look, it's, look, it's been what ten games in the prem, right? The prem is not over. The prem's not done. Like, there's still a long season. Why are you not at least seeing it out? Let's say you get to January, February, you're still not playing or whatever. Why are you not like? Let's say Aaron Rambasaka, Dalo, like competition. Let's in every in any other position on the football pitch, this wouldn't be a conversation. Right in any other football, it, it will be up to the player to go and win their place yeah. back. Why, when it's a goalkeeper, why have you uh, like literally still at the start of the season? Are you like complaining, bro? Just go win. Yeah, yeah I do hear that part as well, and I just think ultimately that's what that's what Ramsdale. He ain't needs got to no do. dog in him, man. Like it's None. it's ridiculous. I feel like and and uh, there's I feel like from what I see on social media as well on Twitter, like I feel like you have some Arsenal fans who are strong in their opinion that he, it, Arteta has made the right decision. And you've got some Arsenal fans who think he's not, he, he, he's made the wrong decision. And, and it's a bit of, I, I just don't really get the sympathy. Like Arteta wouldn't just go out and get a new goalkeeper just for the sake of it. Right. He's gone out and got a new goalkeeper because you cost the team in key moments. As, yeah, as we don't talk about the, his collapse as much as, 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 we good, should, right? as good as As good as you've been for Arsenal in, in doses, right? You cost the team in, in, in moments and the manager doesn't want that type of head loss. Um, that he doesn't want that type of head loss going forward. So it's right. up to you to prove to the manager that you are not the goalkeeper that he thinks you are right now. Like you're better than that. Yeah. And right now he he's not proving that. When he's played this season for Arsenal, he stunk. Let's be real. What yeah. is how old is he? Twenty five. I'm not even sure. Twenty four. I think he's, he's still. I've been right. relegated a few times. Yeah, isn't he? yeah I think he's. I think he's still young, man. He, like I don't know, man. The first bit of like trouble, and you're just running. Like I don't know, man. If anything, that's probably confirmed Arteta's decision. Facts. If yeah. any. <laughs> That's, that's poor mentality, man. Poor. Poor. Bro. Man, yeah, he's fam, 25. You, he Hold doesn't, that, he, man. He doesn't really have business being Hold at the top. Hold that, Ramsdale, honestly. Well, he doesn't really have business being at the top table, in my opinion, anyway. And Perhaps. this is not, make it, it's not making you look good, brother. Even though I stand with you, in it. So, boy, here's what it is, brother. <laughs> <laughs> You're just here for the crack. 
Anyway, no, even, um, even sorry, lastly, even yeah, no, if sure. you look at Arsenal, you look at Eddie and Ketia, yeah, mm. bro, like in for room, years boy. he was in the lurch, bro. He was in the lurch, bro. Different, but, built different, built. But when he got his opportunity, bro, when he got his opportunity, he took it. He slapped, and now he's. Who it, is it? Who is it that was saying that? When he was like, oh, you think you're the only one not playing, my yeah, guy? Yeah, he was comparing. Who was it? 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 about the Gen Z today, yeah? Mm-hmm. Because see, there's an interview, yeah, where Ramsdale was talking about Nat Turner. And Nat Turner mm. was telling him, it's a dog fight out here. He didn't want to hear words, cuz. He didn't want to hear words. The former backup told him, it's a dog, dog fight, fight out here, bro. Built different. Bro, it's a dog it's fight a dog out fight, here, bro. Cur. Bro, come it's on, dog man. Fight, dog fight, cuz. Dog fight, cuz. It's real, man. Hold <laughs> that, brother. <laughs> no, no, hold that, it's true. Nasty. I, 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 I change your mind. I'm with you lot. <laughs> I mind. Nah. Bro, man, you can't be talking smoky when you get there. Matt Turner told you it's a dog fight. And, and now, now you're you. doing interviews now with your dad. The first fight you're yeah. shook, bro. Yeah. 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 Dog yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. you're Ben Foster, then the next week his dad's doing all these <laughs> press runs. Fam, yeah, shut up. Before you know, he'll be on Piers on Censored. He'll be on Piers, bro. Then he'll be on Zizi. Come on, man. God. Ramsdale Zizi. Is Hamas a terrorist organization? Is Hamas a terrorist organization? I just want my goalkeeper jump back. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Denounce him as terrorist. I need to condemn them. I need to. Bro. Before we start, um, do you? <laughs> bro, <laughs> you do you not condemn Hamas? I'm here to talk about free food in schools, bro. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, but do you condemn Hamas? <laughs> How could he kids eat without condemning Hamas? All right, let's finish up with some listeners' questions. Oh, uh, first question's from Alicorn Scripto, a.k.a. Elijah of Muga. Shout him out. Should there be preliminary qualified for the qualifications in Euros? I think 100%. he's... 100%. Talk- yeah, hundred percent. Why am I seeing Gibraltar? Cause mm. why am I seeing Gibraltar? What for? What the rock? though, the rock's kind of. What is the rock of Gibraltar? Is I, I don't know. Not the horse. Not the horse. Isn't it just like this, like massive, like mountain or something like that? Like uh, really? Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Afrikaans is freestyle. I'm not. I'm no, not. Totally Lee Gunner. That. Lee Gunner literally. Told me <laughs> he lives in Spain. He can literally say, "I can see the rock of Gibraltar from my crib." Wait, he says it all the time. Lee, your boy, yeah. He's a, he's a Wait, right. wait, mention yeah. him in the pod, brother. He's mentioned us, bro. Yeah, come on, man. He lives in Spain, bro. My friend Lee, my friend Lee. He, he is a limestone promontory, mm. yeah, in the British territory of Gibraltar. Fair oh. enough, man. So what, so... Oh, so more colonisation, yeah? No, that's not. Do you deny <laughs> the Rock of Gibraltar? <laughs> <laughs> the Rock of Gibraltar. <laughs> you literally put me to it. <laughs> but, so, you're saying them, them, them smaller teams are tussle for yeah. the right to play the bigger teams. Yeah, tussle, bro. Yeah, Every man wants generational wealth, man. Yeah. Them man just won the home game against France. Yeah, <laughs> cut the rafters, facts. sell scars and that. Yeah, because then they do like because I think for Nations League, right? Nations League, you have to like you get put into a group and it's basically matched. That's more team. internationals for them, man. Though no, it's more internationals. But I'm saying the way they do it in Nations League is like if you're in a group and you finish bottom of that group, I think it's three different tiers, right? You get re- you get relegated, so you get put into a pool that is more akin to your level. I don't know. I, they need to find a way where it doesn't result in like 
too many fixtures, but there need they there also needs to be some sort of compromise to, to avoid games like France versus Gibraltar. But these like, tournaments are getting bigger and bigger though. They're more they more teams. Teams. expanded to what 40, 48 teams? Is it forty eight now? I thought it was forty eight teams, yeah. Wow. I don't know. I'm just, um, I worry about that in how far away the World Cup is. I worry about that a week before the World Cup. Fair, fair. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, question from Count Dracula. Shout him out again. A long-term listener and he sends a lot of questions in. He really does. <clears throat> Kai Havertz <laughs> from attacking midfielder to left back and Joe Lytton from CF to CM. What are some other wacky positional changes that you can think of that have largely that would largely improve a player? Saka I got I got Cho from winger to right wing back, a la Quadrado. Saka to left back. Saka? Where he belongs. Come on, man. Saka will be a peak left back. Inverted, inverted. I'm inverted. You're inverted. What about you, Tom? Is there any players that you could actually see their skill sets work better in another position? Um. Bruno Fernandes, a kicker right in the back. NFL. I said Bruno, right back. Bruno as an NFL kicker, I can see that. Bruno as an NFL kicker, not even the same sport. Yeah. I don't Just, know you now, I don't know who I'd... Ooh, I'm trying to think. I said on, on, Onana to number six. Bro, bro. <laughs> six guards. Six guards. Six guards. Six guards. Six guards. Onana midfield. Uh, I'm trying to think. I know there's, there's definitely some... Uh, Would you try to try a at centre-back? Who? Domitore at right-back. I mean, he kind of did that, though. Yeah, but he did the wing-back thing. Yeah, but... That's not really that big. Okay, fine. Kind of lazy, actually. Fair. What about Harlan right wing? That's disgusting. Yeah. That's <laughs> absolutely... Post. Back post. That's absolutely back disgusting. Post, back post. Kick, oh. and run, kick and run right winger. The, 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 the left wing... Save Masala. We're not getting into that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Save Masala, brother. Um, I'm trying to think. Who else? I'm trying to think of some players. Would you try Trent in midfield? No. Reece James, I'll try midfield. I mean, he played what, in midfield for Wigan, didn't he? So just, yeah. just, just off that, he was he was cold that season. Yeah. By the way, they were saying the best player who's ever played for. I wanted, Wigan. I wanted him at Man United after that season. Yeah. Um. Sorry, Trent, right back. I watched the England game, <sighs> bro. Against Malta and that looked like looked terrible. Like, um, sorry, in, in midfield looked absolutely. What terrible. role did he play? I feel like a number eight or something like that. Yeah, bro. Uh, didn't they give him man of the match? Bro, I don't know how he got man of the match or why he got man of the match, but yeah, he should should not be playing midfield. Oh, damn. Okay. Uh, next question from officially underscore mk underscore. What did Louis learn from France's um, twelve nil win that we didn't know before? Uh, Mbappe's an Agbayo. You didn't know that before. Like the mentality, you know, I, I don't think he is at all. I didn't even watch the highlights. Nothing. Reverse I, racism. I only watched Mbappe's. Mbappe's goal, dang. Nothing, you know. The only thing I learned is that Gibraltar had a football team. Same. What about Ant's question? I'm going to get to that one, yeah. TKQHD, I don't know how to pronounce it. Was Dan Soft sanctioned from the main pod as the oligarchs? The Tessiawa forefathers rarely come on the main pod. Need to hear them tussle. Yeah, they don't fuck with us, man. They don't fuck with us, bro. You used to take that out with them, man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you used to ask them, bro. Yeah, yeah, they're more than more than more than welcome. Yeah, hard to hard to get Chessy representation on full stop. Crazy. Shems and Robin left and so did they. Shems is too busy DJing and and. Kinney Victor, Kinney Victor. When you asked that, I was in Bro, so why are you nodding like that, bro? <laughs> 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 
Cool. Next one's from CFC60. How are Brazil losing back-to-back games without Neymar? They're not good. Who do Brazil have? Martinelli, Vinicius, Rodrigo. They said Newcastle's turned Bruno Gomares into a hatchet man. <laughs> yeah, also, yeah. <laughs> also, who is this select selectial? I don't know, bro. Guy? It's like a seventeen-year-old from Liverpool. Fam, all the time, I always see his tweets like just retweet. I'm like, like who I the like hell him. is this I guy? Like like him, He's always pamming Arsenal players. That's Come on, man. Come on, man. Pam's Gabriel. Yeah, they lose it. He's like, yeah, they hate it. Yeah, no. Also, he said that we should pay 70 million for Anthony. We he wouldn't did, regret he did, it. He did. I don't trust a single thing that comes out of his mouth. I, I don't trust him at all. Man. Way, but I like him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ash Talk Sports. Who's everybody's players of the year and young players of the year so far? Madders. Madison for player of the year. Young player of the year. Ooh. I'm trying to think. Saka qualifies for young nah, players. Sa- no, nah, I don't even believe that. Saka's a big blood club man. But he still wait, qualifies. Wait, nah, right? It's like 21, nah. 21 or under before the season starts. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he's a big man to how, me. How old is um, uh, Gordon? Gordon's a shout. No, he's, is he older he's, than Saka? He's old, I think he's older than Saka, yeah. If Gordon's older than Saka, Maybe Ferguson then. That's crazy. Ferguson. Let me check. Young Ferguson. Isn't Saka's like fifth... Bro. Ferguson, Ferguson's been off colour the last couple of weeks though. What's that mean? Yeah, but that's I think like he's not really been on it. What's that for mean? Over, for over <laughs> he's not been on it though. Obviously he's young, right? His form mm. is dipped. His form is dipped. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, normal things, man. Oh, Anthony Gordon. Oh, attacking Aaron Gordon. He pays for Denver. Yeah. That's good. That's a champion right there. Yeah, Show some bloody respect, man. Yeah, cool. Uh, we got a question from Ant. Um, Aaron Gordon's 22, yeah. yeah um, Anthony Gordon, so. sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why do people think Fernando Torres was any better than Jamie Vardy? Because of Pan 10 Pro V tax. Facts. If you've mm. got a little tan and you've got a, a, Headband. you got anything around your name. Headband. Jamie Vardio. Yeah, if he was Vardio, bro. Nah, come on. Does I he think... pay for C? Yeah. <laughs> but Fernan- I think, I, Fernand Torrey or Jamie Vardio? I think Fernando Torres at his in his, the best version of Fernando mm. Torres beats the best version of Jamie Vardio. But how long so. did we Does see it? the best version? I don't think so. Does That's it? the problem. Yeah, I do. I, I think he me. was. I think he was stronger, had more technical quality, and could score the same amount of goals. Mm. He was. A, I don't know about he was, that, he was. For me, he was quite visibly a better footballer than Jamie Vardy, and he's. Like, it's, it's obvious, bro. Come on. Uh, no, he's just Spanish. No, it's not just Spanish. No, yeah, he's legit yeah. just Spanish. <laughs> what? He's legit just Spanish. Oh, we see. Yes. yes. All right. All right. Go and, all right, go and all right, see all right, some of the we... goals that he scored for Liverpool, and tell me where, if it's just where, where, goals. Goals are Vardy's goals. No, Vardy scored some. Goals are Vardy's goals. Vardy goals. Vardy has scored some. Now. Vardy's got some good goals. But I'm like, Fernando Torres, like, you know, like, there are some strikers... Like, you can't possibly even fathom a world. No. Yeah, because, so who's, yeah, because... So who's, well, obviously, Fernando Torres... It's xenophobia. Reverse xenophobia. It's not xenophobia. Reverse xenophobia, There are some strikers <laughs> on their day, you can't... Reverse xeno. You can't, you can't keep a lid of them. What about Jamie Fardy for a whole bro. season? Like, what do you mean about on your day? Yeah. Jamie Fardy for a whole season. How, got, many, I think I, got I, how many 20 goal seasons in the Premier League did um, Fernando Torres have? He had injuries. That's the problem. Uh, how, that's not why. Maybe like to. one or two. Okay, I'll give you the answer, brother. Yeah, it's like one. one or two. He had yeah. one. His first season, yeah? It's because he he's got injuries. That's he had, why. He, he had one. How many so 20 goal seasons did he have full stop? For the record, I'm not trying to... his life. Yeah, league. One. The one at Liverpool? Yep. One in for, the, life. for the record, I'm not trying to say that Jesus. Fernando Torres. Performed, he did have another one. But, one season. Um, uh, the hold on, I've got it here. The 20 um, 2009-2010 season, he only played 22 games, but got 18 goals. So he yeah, probably he would have had. That. Yeah. He, he, he probably would have had that. Whereas now Jamie, 
Jamie Vards. Jamie Ross Clark. He's got he's got three on his CV for Leicester, bro. Mm. Leicester. Twenty four and thirty six. God damn. And that, Listen, that, that like led them to a Premier League title. Yeah. I like boys. Twenty and thirty seven, and then even 2019, 23 and thirty five, bro. Yeah, it was. Then back to back fifteen goal seasons when he was like getting older. There's no point. I'm he also has the record for the most con- goals scored consistently. Beat Van Nistelrooy's record. Consecutively. The, yeah. the, the question wasn't the co- if the question. He's is, better than Vardy, bro. If the question is he's who, better than um, Torres. Because you said that you said it right. Torres, the first time. Yeah. If the if the question is yeah, who performed better in the Prem, of course it's Vardy. Who do you think had a uh, better performance? So, wait, so wait, 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 wait. So if if you're saying he performed better in the Prem, yeah, was and the Prem was literally the highlight of Fernando Torres's career. I wouldn't say it was just the Prem. No, no, no. Well, so uh, where, I didn't where, really where, pull up trees. And where, 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 where else you said that? Was it true that Yeah, but he didn't put... Bro, he was all right. It's literally facts, bro. Listen. Yeah. I'm literally giving you the facts. I don't know why we have to do this, yeah? Like, we're, not, we we're, not, we're having a conversation. No, no, no. Okay, let's have a conversation. You're one of the football Twitter users. I just love the throwing guys. I don't like... It's not about throwing guys, yeah, right? Yeah, Fernando guys. Torres... Take off that t-shirt. You don't deserve it. Fernando Torres at Liverpool, when he was playing and when he was fit, was... A problem, like yeah, a I much... don't think anybody's disagreeing. No, no, no. Bro. I'm saying much more of a problem than Jamie Vardy. The bro, point I, I don't the think. Point, no the way. point I was making about your, on your day vibe is because there was there were some strikers when they were on it. There's nothing you can do to stop those strikers. And yeah, he actually, was, wait, wait, I put I put, I put Mark Vardy in that. Lads, I saw, I saw. So are you saying that Fernando Torres is better than Vardy? As a player, yeah, I was. Oh yeah, yeah, I am. Okay, he's better than Rooney or Harry Kane. Rooney's a better player than Harry Kane. So Harry why, was you a arg- why was you arguing me? Why was you arguing me no, all no, no, last no. season? When? When? Um, when is that? Oh, Wait, Harry Kane can, can, can do everything Rooney can do. No, no, no. Harry Kane can do everything. Let's spin it back. All last season. Harry Kane can do everything. Don't shout. We can talk. I spoke about passing everything. I spoke about... No, I didn't say everything. I said passing and goal scoring. No, you said Harry Kane could do everything Rooney could do. I don't remember that. Yeah, exactly. I plead the fifth. Yeah, <laughs> Packed some potions. Packed some potions. Yeah, I love that. But, so where do you get so, striker? So, yeah. so who I'm talking about individual performance wise, do you think had a better career, Vardy or Torres? I mean, Vardy won a Premier League title with Leicester, so I don't really feel like Fernando Torres club wise will top that. Mm. However, Fernando Torres was part of a Spain team that was. Was he dominant. a key player? I mean he scored Jeffrey in a in the final what? for Spain against Germany. Would you call him a key player though? Mm. No, I wouldn't say he's a key player. They had no that there. They had they were stacked. They were stacked. Mm-hmm. But I'm just I'm just going off like footballing quality. I felt mm-hmm. like when I watched Fernando Torres play, when I don't disagree with that. When he was was that the question? That was the question, though. Like better player. Like if you're asked, that's why I said there's two different questions. If you're asking me who performed better in the Prem, it's no, easy. who performed better? Full stop. I guess Vardy. Uh, Vardy. I think who maximized the most out of their career? Vardy. Yeah. 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 Fair. Put that at the end. Just who? Just who you said? Any anyone Vardy. Died? Seb? Vardy. Vardy. Okay. Interesting. El what Nino. Was that? Huh? El Nino. They called like... El Nino. Three, they called El like Nino. four people. Player, four people. Water player. Nah, no, no, it's a water player. player. Uh, I, I, nah, I, I, like, I like Torres. Me, I liked him. I'm, but, me. I'm sorry. But, but, yeah, water like, player. We've done. Yeah. yeah um, it was so funny because they called him El Nino, which was a kid. And then they called uh, Villa El Guaye, which was also the kid. <laughs> is that any good Spanish yeah, it's the kid. The kid. The kid. The boy. <laughs> I'm dead. The boy. Free. Guys, as always, a pleasure. Disu, Sebi, Tobes. Um, hope we do this again soon. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Yo, yo. When I spit bars in a rave, man, I go hard, left, and tan. Sports Social Podcast Network.